0: Hello and welcome. You have reached Come and Talk to Me. I am your host, King Sincere. Tonight's episode is called Levels Part 2. Now, I wanted to revisit this topic. Um, Those of you who have been following my progress know that we did Levels Part 1 as the very first episode of my podcast, and I wanted to revisit that topic. So, with that being said, I hope you enjoy. I really poured my heart into this. I apologize for my tardiness as of late, but I am working really hard to rectify that situation. So thank you for your continued support. I look forward to talking to you in the future. believe there are certain levels um, to every relationship whether it be uh, the simple um, meet and greet um, acquaintance level there's a different you know there's a difference between that there's there's the uh, there's the friend level and then there's the intimate level everybody don't get to that level you know and even before you get to the level that intimate level you know as the there's the there's the uh, family level to say the least um with that is what i'm saying is to me personally i feel like people jump the gun in certain relationships they automatically go in and they want to be you know justified in being you know a friend you know which is cool you know what the world needs is love, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and abundance, they need that. Um, but what I'm saying is is that people want to jump steps. There are, you know, so and I'm guilty of this myself. I'm not just saying this from, you know, from a, a spectator, you know, looky-loo or whatever. I'm, I'm definitely one of those people that come in and um, sometimes, um, because myself has gone through... Uh, I guess you can call it traumatic relationships Or whatever you want to call it Friendship or whatever People that use certain situations To gain favor And lose favor If we're being frank Um I've had certain situations Where you know People are only around you to gather Whatever information they can from you To use that against you At a later date Um There are some genuine people out there. I have a few of those in my corner. I ain't gonna call everybody's name because somebody's gonna be left out and then somebody's gonna feel some type of way. It ain't even that type of party. Everybody who rocks with me on that level already knows how I feel about them because I'm the type of person that if I don't fuck with you at all, it's gonna be known that I don't really fuck with you. I'm not for the fake. I'm not phony. I'm not any of that type of stuff. I'm really genuine and i try to carry myself and conduct myself in that matter um but with that sometimes this can be a little challenging you know what i'm saying uh, you don't really know if somebody that you meet new is there for you or they're there because of what you can provide what level of comfort you can provide whether it be a friendship or, or you you a friend of somebody so they want to be connected to you because they feel like they can get to that person in some sort of way which is whack as fuck to me um it's extremely whack uh then you have people who get into relationship haphazardly to manipulate the situation to their liking um you have people that you know only want to attach themselves romantically To certain people to obtain a certain status or a certain um, um, demographic in others eyes or whatever because we live in this social media age where everybody you know you you clamoring for a follow you clamoring for you know people to listen to your content and that's you know that's kind of the end goal at the end of the day the content that I put out being a uh, content creator I want people to gravitate to for genuine reasons, you know what I'm saying? I want people to listen, take something that I said, if you disagree with anything that I said, because I'm not always right, I'm not the authority on anything by any means of the imagination. I um I try my best to be informative, I try to listen, you know, to uh, find out what people are feeling about certain situations or whatever the case may be. So, you know, with that, you know, not in any way, shape, or form, am I saying that I am the end-all be-all on uh, relationships, uh, whatever. I just feel as though there are certain principles that need to be applied. Um, people have to, in my personal opinion, they have to get to a certain level before they're, or they have to reach a certain plateau before they're promoted, Right? So, for instance, you're dating fellas, you're dating a significant other ladies, you're dating a significant uh, fellow, guy, or, you know, you're dating the same sex. No judgment here, you do what you want, whatever makes you happy, that's on you. Um, But you're dating a person with the intent of actually getting to know them and all these different things, but that person has ulterior motives. A lot of the times, people are not really there for what they say they're there for. They say they're down there for you, they'll they'll hold you down, all these different things. And that is, couldn't be further from the truth. So, you know, my, my logic nowadays is I just try to, you know, guard myself from those types of people. Because, I mean, in the end of the day, if I'm being all the way honest... I'm probably too violent to you know handle it the right way. So I try to distance myself from those types of people um, <clears throat> trying to you know uh, infiltrate you know my structure, my conglomerate, or whatever the case may be uh, with their own selfish agendas. I'm nowhere near am uh, I saying that I'm perfect, my team is this, my team is that. No, I'm not saying that at all, but what I am saying is I have developed a level of intellectual property to the point where I am, I know I'm a dope friend. I know I am. I know that that friend that you need to call when you're going through X, Y, and Z, even if I'm going through something myself, uh, you know, I'm always that person to everybody. But I find it very rare to find that same type of person for me, if that makes any sense to me. Um, so what I do is a lot of time, I spend a lot of time self-medicating, you know. Um, a lot of the things people don't address, you know, these types of things and stuff like that. I, I, um, I find myself, you know, chasing demons that I've been chasing my entire life. I didn't realize that um, that's what I was doing when certain situations would arise when you know stuff got real heavy you know first thing i would do is go uh grab a drink or you know get high whatever the case may be um but i found out with that um i can use it for good because when i get in this level of i guess you want to call it euphoria or whatever When I get into that zone, that zen mode that I go into, I transform into a completely different being. Um, That being uh, um, is whatever the situation calls for at that particular point. If we're out, I have a rule. If you go out with me or we go out, we hang out, whatever the case may be, my, um, my love language is protection. I offer and I provide protection, whether you want it or not, that's what I do. Um, I can't count how many disagreements, arguments I've been into, altercations, whatever, on behalf of somebody else that had nothing to do with me. Feel what I'm saying? And a lot of those I take and I I wear those, you know, it's a badge of honor, it's it's a badge of shame, all those different things. Um nothing i've done in my past i feel like i'm ashamed of but i do feel like there are quite a few things that i could have done differently without having that proper guidance without having that proper toolage or teaching or anything like that uh, a lot of stuff i had to learn on my own you know uh without the the great men throughout my life that was sprinkled in here and there i'd probably be a lot worse off than what i am right now um and what I am, you know, is uh, first and foremost, I'm a black man. Um, second, I'm a father. You know, I was a husband. You know what I'm saying? My spouse decided they were going to change the rules of engagement. And that's fine. I'm not here to bash her. I wish her all nothing but the best. Um, but my sole purpose in life is to try to make others feel comfortable in uncomfortable situations you know what i'm saying i'm that friend that you call you can talk about whatever um you know it, it's as crazy as it sounds that friend that you call, that hey hey bro you know real talk i i you know feeling this type of way uh the person that you call and want to come out to i'm that guy you know so i may not understand everything um from your perspective but i'm willing to listen I have a really good listing here Um, so I've been told and I I try my very best to give my honest opinion on certain stuff now I tell people with the caveat do not come to me with your problems if you don't want to know the truth because I'm not gonna sugarcoat anything it's just not who I am that's not in my nature that's not how my mom raised me I'm I'm not a sugarcoater to uh, say the least Um, But what I can say with all that is that I am, in my personal opinion, you know what I'm saying, I'm an incredible guy, you know what I'm saying? I feel as though people that I have, you know, called friends for numerous years, I don't even call them friends anymore. I call them family, you know, I don't don't really consider you my friend, you know, after we break bread, you know. You break bread with people that you consider your family or that you want to be in that sense, you know what I'm saying? And everybody doesn't have those same intentions. I'm genuine with all mine, you know what I'm saying? I I, I don't waver the line. I'm not doing any of that type of stuff. If any of that, any anything that you have going on in your life, honestly, I am that person that you can come and talk to about whatever. And no matter, like I said, no matter what I have going on myself... Stop what I'm doing I'm going to listen to it That's just who I am That's how I'm made That's how I'm And that's how I was raised You know what I'm saying My mom She put that in me She put that in me um, uh, Quick reference fact You know what I'm saying My mom <laughs> At first I, I kind of felt like It was an insult But I, I get where she was coming from uh, Because You know what I'm saying The individual who was supposed to protect her Who was supposed to be her protector Decided he didn't want to be her protector. And that's completely fine. I'm not going to go into all of that. But at that same time. That person didn't want that job. So me growing up being strong. My mom always used to call me her beast. Always. I was her beast. No matter the situation. You didn't want problems with her beast. Because when the beast comes. I'm not coming to play with you. Because my entire existence, my entire focus was protecting my queen That was what I was here to do I was here to, you know, show her protection She raised me that way So a lot of the charges, a lot of the anger or whatever That I end up having to deal with within life Loosely is based on my mother referring to me as her beast because I never wanted anybody Anybody to feel like it was okay to disrespect that woman You know what I'm saying me and my mom didn't always get along which of course that was kind of how it works um, But my mom Was a queen she was a queen and You know I had a situation earlier Friend of mine, I was having a conversation with, and I literally heard, you know, her child disrespecting her. I won't mention names and whatever because that ain't nobody else's business. But that was a, it was it kind of rubbed me the wrong way because I want to have those types of conversations. I, I wish I could yell at my mom for whatever reason. You know, what I'm saying? I wish I could just hear that six thirty in the morning phone call. Oh, I just called. I didn't mean to disturb you. It's six thirty in the morning, Mom. What, what exactly do you need? You know, what I'm saying it's just those things, and I can't have those conversations anymore. It's weird. It's weird. It, it, it hurts more than you'll ever know. Uh, those of you out there who's actually lost a parent, you know, uh, it's a different, it's a different animal, man. It's a different animal. You, you react to things differently. You look at things differently because. You know, whether we want to believe it or not, our parents act as buffers. So, a lot of the stuff that we were shielding them, that they were shielding us from, we don't see until unfortunately they passed on. Um, So, yeah, I saw a lot of stuff transpire after my mom transitioned. And it kind of, kind of run me the wrong way. Because to this day, and if I'm being completely honest, uh, only my closest friends you know, know exactly how I feel about the situation. Um, with me, being what my mom presented to the world as being her protector, her beast, I feel guilty about her not being here. Because that was my job, to protect her. And now she's no longer here. So I feel incomplete. You know, I still have answers. I mean, I still have questions about, you know, what actually transpired on that fateful day, you know, February 1st, 2017. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget that day. Um, it's probably one of the most painful days, other than her birthday. Um, it's probably one of the most painful days that I've ever had to endure in life i wouldn't wish that pain on anybody because even though my friends are telling me hey bro you good like your mom didn't look at you in that manner like that that wasn't you know she she would never hold you accountable for that type of stuff but i was her beast i was her protector and the one time that she needed me to be there for her i was unavailable I was unavailable and to this day that shit still hurts. You heard how I rattled that date off. February 1st, 2017. That shit felt like it was yesterday. It's been a few years. But it feels like it was yesterday. Like the one person no matter how much BS I went through, what type of legal issue whatever whatever it was whatever any of that stuff was she was always there always there I didn't care if I was dead wrong she didn't care she didn't care about any of that stuff to her I was her baby and that was her beast her beast was doing whatever her beast needed to do to protect her that's all I ever did That's all I cared about. That's all I structured my life around. So when certain situations transpired, to be honest, I didn't know how how I was going to make it back from that. You know? Going through all those different things. uh, Fighting to me and my kids' life. Me and, you know, my ex. You know, going through what we were going through. It's just... It, it, it was a lot. It was a lot. Hey, grandma, how you doing? Um, it was really, really a lot. <laughs> Her meanest child. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. But I was bred that way. That's this is what it was, you know? I was bred that way. And, you know, I think that's how she wanted it. She wanted a no nonsense type of individual as her protector, you know, I laugh, I joke, I like to have fun, all those different things, but when it came to that woman, I wouldn't burn you, I would burn you alive. Like, if, if that's what it called for, and if it pleased her in any way, absolutely. No, no fear of the consequences, no any of that type of stuff. That just wasn't who I was, I didn't care anything about that because I knew at the end of the day Mom's gonna figure out how to get me up out of it. It's just what she does. It's what she does. So now, I find myself having those, those conversations, and I'm having them with myself, you know, in regards to, you know, my children, or whatever, and I just sit back, I just think about, you know, different things and different situations, and how she would handle, or how she would say the right thing And I don't always say, you know, the right thing. I don't always say the right thing to my kids, you know what I'm saying? To my kids, you know, Raymond, Sandel, y'all on my world. That's real, you know. Um, I joke about a lot of different things. I don't joke about my money. I don't joke about my kids. That's just what it is. Anybody that knows me and knows me knows me knows that already. That's just what it is. so, just having that, that that sense of, I got somebody else I got to protect. That's kind of how I've been surviving. And you let them tell it, maybe I'm a little too controlling from time to time. But they know it comes from a genuine place. This world's crazy, this world's crazy. And if I don't protect them, who will, you know? It's kind of how I look at it. I'm not so much concerned about what happens to me. Yeah, I want to live a nice, full, successful life. You know, I want to make my children proud of me. Whomever my spouse is at the time, I want to make them, you know, proud of me. But that doesn't even factor. None of that stuff matters. None of that stuff matters. None of that stuff matters at all to me. Uh, if I do something relevant enough to where my kids be like my dad was awesome that means the world to me or oh my dad had my back on that situation I'll never forget that because I'm not going anywhere because my mom until she passed she was there without question aggravating late um ridiculous advice at times She was there. I just long for those days. I I miss those days. I miss those sort of just regular banter back and forth. Me and my mom had (laughs) a a relationship, to say the least. Like, you know, I miss that woman dearly. I really do. Um, Everybody always says I'm her, you know, with a beard. Seriously, Uh, you saw a picture of my mom, I I am her with the beard, you know, no, um, in my personal opinion, no other resemblance to, you know, my dad or anything like that, it's just, you know, I am her protector, even now, even now, if I hear somebody putting slander on her name, I'm coming. I'm coming. You're going to deal with me. And that doesn't like, whomever it is doesn't even factor up what you got to get done. Because she's no longer here to act as a buffer. She's no longer here to act as a shield. Like, hey, maybe, you know. (laughs) She does. She absolutely does. She absolutely looks better. I agree. I agree 100%. She was my queen. She was. Um, it's funny how, you know, you sit back and uh, Shannon, you you know you know this uh, more than anybody. You you've experienced this pain. Um, it's not for the weak of heart. Some days I don't want to get out of bed. You know, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to be bothered. Yeah, type stuff. Only because I know the one person who always ride for me. And here. Now I know she's watching. She's watching over me. She's probably sitting there right now at her little spot. Her, my grandma, my aunt, and all of them sitting in one spot. You know, all the family members sitting there like my oh boy did good. He did it his way, but he did good. You know? He, he did good, you know. I can't, I can't complain about the little things because he got done what needed to be done. Yeah, you're right about that. um He did, he did exactly what needed to be done, and for the most part, he did it all for him. I just remember those conversations, you know what I'm saying, with her, and you know other family members that have passed on now and also I just remember all the things they said throughout you know the time they were here and do this thing we call life it, it just remembering certain conversations and it's like this would be so dope if they were here this would be so dope like my biggest achievements my you know all these different things that I've accomplished throughout life and you know I was counted out early I was kind of early, like, oh, he ain't gonna amount to nothing. He's gonna be like his dad, you know. He this, that, and the third. He, he's not gonna, he's not gonna amount to nothing. I proved him wrong. I proved him wrong. And I'm gonna continue to do that. I'm gonna continue to shock the world with what I do. Everything that I do, uh, now is it's, it's uh, in reverence to her everything, you know, everything, everything that I am, everything that I'll ever be, you know, everything, is all due to her, I'm nothing without that woman, and when she passed, I felt like a piece of me, and to this day, I still feel like a piece of me is gone, I've had, you know, people step up, you know, into that role, and I appreciate each and every one of them, <clears throat> But they're not Darcey, they're not Darcey, this is what it is, Um, and they'll never be, That's no disrespect to them, but that woman brought me into this world, you know, she nurtured me, she cared for me when I was hurt, sad, upset, angry just angry about life, you know, in general. Um that woman gave me her last. She gave me her best. Whatever situation I got myself into, and I got in quite a bit. She was always there. She was always there. So you know with that to bring it back you know bring it back home when I talk about you know intimate relationships you know not so much it's, you know physical as far as sexual or whatever the case may be but anybody that I bring into my circle in that manner I have you know I don't consider you friends I consider you family once you get past a certain level you know she has she's given me the gift of discernment she's giving me that and I can't thank her enough I can read people you know thank God I can read people because there's a lot of people that come into your life that ain't really for you they say they are but they're not yeah um, I just want to be an example like I still to this day to this day this just shows how amazing of a person she was till this day people that i don't remember from a can of paint come up out of nowhere you darshish yes ma'am yes sir yeah yeah that's that's my mom oh my god you look so much like her so i've been told you know um oh your mom was such a sweet person she was she was so you know, with that, you know, she raised a, a gentle giant, you know, um, it ain't just me, you know, my little brother too, uh, you know, I try to make it seem like it was just me, but, you no, know, she she looked out for him too, probably a little bit more than what I, to my liking, but hey, you know, that was her baby, you know, I, that was her baby, and that was her beast. That's kind of how I looked at it. Um, you know, back in the, 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 the saying, you don't Hulk angry. You don't want the Hulk angry. You don't want to see Hulk smash. She knew how to turn that up. And she did it. At the snap of the finger. She knew I was going to turn up. This is who I was. I'm going to turn up. And I'm going to turn up to a level that People ain't even ready for, her, especially when it came to her. She absolutely was a good woman. I appreciate that, bro. You know how she felt about you, bro. You know she loved you. Um, she absolutely was a good woman. One of the best I've ever been the privy to know. And I met a bunch of amazing, beautiful people. My mom. She was different. She was different Like to the point where She didn't even care about her own health She didn't care I really and truly believe like She knew That she was sick She didn't want to tell me She didn't know how to tell me Which is why she handled things The way that she did She didn't know how to say To my To her beast That she wasn't Will no longer be here I don't to this day I still don't know how I'm supposed to feel about that I don't cause I feel like I could have been told something I could have prepared better you know but I felt I guess she felt like I was prepared enough I was prepared enough she she did her job she did it excellent she did the very best that she could raising two boys by herself my, my hat goes off to all those single parents out there getting it in day after day after day sick tired um, irritable whatever you know balls pissing you off all these different things like I take my hat off to you we um, have no idea how much something as simple as that means to you know somebody like me and I'm nobody special I never claimed to be. But the fact that I was born from that woman makes me special. There's only two of us, technically three. My middle brother, he passed away at birth. So there's two of us that my mother actually had. I have a lot of siblings, don't get that twisted. I have a lot of siblings. Hey, right, you do Uh yeah, I got a lot of siblings. I did. My daddy was definitely the definition of a rolling stone. Absolutely. Um but the fact that I would definitely go left on certain situations, she'd always bring me back right. She'd always bring me back right. Even even to this day. Even to this day, I, I would want I want to spaz out, you know, about certain stuff. You know, what I did, what's going on, bro. I would uh, I want to spaz about certain situations. Even now, stuff that I'm dealing with, I won't want to detail about. But even those types of situations, um, uh, I have to remember, you know, I represent her. You know I would be perfectly fine You know Getting my point across By any means necessary But I have First of all I have children that depend on me Right That's first and foremost But I also Have The person who made me carried me who nurtured me I carry her in my heart every single day I carry her every single day there is not one moment that I do not think about that woman and who she made me to be so you know with that Well, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up Levels Part 2. I appreciate you tuning in, giving me your feedback, your love, your energy. I definitely felt that. So, this episode is actually quite special because this marks the end of Season 1 with Come and Talk to Me. But don't fret. Don't worry, I have other episodes ready to go to start season two. So I'm going to come even harder, more frequent, more of the topics that you want to discuss. I'm bringing those to you, and I'm going to have a myriad of people on to debate, discuss, disclose all sorts of information so with that being said i appreciate hope you enjoyed season one and look out for season two